Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to a, a later version of the Cryptomaniacs podcast. Apologies, I, I put a tweet out. You, you you weren't on Twitter, were you, Task? You're too you're too much on on Threads to to see the tweet where I tweeted you. I uh, I'm actually on Leo Glossary doing all that all day, so I would, I don't even I didn't even do much on Threads today. Did you tweet mm. me on Twitter? I I tweeted you on Twitter, yes, and I did no. a little video. That, that's apologize. probably better than tweeting me elsewhere because then you wouldn't be tweeting, would you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. <laughs> apologies for being a little late. Um, no, I didn't see what the hell you yeah. sent me. So. I just said that you showered for me this morning, so it was. I did. Was, I, yeah. I, 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 when you when you delayed the episode, I, 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 so for those who are listening, I, we were on Discord, and John says I got something that came up, and I said no problem, go take care of it. I said, but you know, I just want to let you know I showered for you, and you're standing me up. But I get. Dude, I'm. I, I, I hope that I can recoup I'm, some goodwill. I'm, I'm going back to my every other Thursday, whether I need it or not. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, dude, we had a ton of questions uh, come through uh, overnight and I was late. I didn't even get the, the, the post out until last night. Uh, and but I incentivized it, and the the community seems to like it. And there's actually a question about this. Uh, I, I rewarded people with a, a HSBI share or token uh, for mm-hmm. for for asking questions. And man, oh man, wow! Usually we get like six to seven. We had about twenty twenty five questions or something like that. So we got a lot to get into. So we'll try to keep the the answers uh, as brief as possible. Uh, because Task has showered, so he's got to go out on the town tonight. No, he's just going to be doing Leo Glossary stuff, I'm sure. Uh, or no, you got plans? No, I I still got to make dinner. It's dinner time where I'm at. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's six thirty on the East Coast, guys. So uh, we're a little late. A couple hours, not too bad. Oh well. You you ready? Uh, you ready to dive in to this? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's yeah, see what let's the crowd in. wants to know. Let's see what the crowd wants to know. So uh, there you go. We said uh, don't play the ups and downs. Uh, obviously, don't do it. Uh, it's bad for you. Uh, it kills unicorns, and uh, you got to stay the course. And that's what we're doing. Even though we're late, we're staying the course for this week's show. So first up, we've got a question from Token25 Comments. Jeez. Tokenized Society says, hey, Maniacs, hoping well. I have a couple questions regarding high fun and the HBD stabilizer. It looks like they're... They are Hive accounts like any other. Is that so? And if that's the case, who owns the keys to those? Is there a risk of those accounts being taken over along with the funds in them? And I think they're, I think Stabilizer is smooth, isn't it? I don't know about mm-hmm. Hive Fund, but I think Stabilizer is smooth. Yes, Stabilizer is smooth. And uh, so smooth controls it. Smooth has the keys, but... Uh... You know, I don't know, maybe Smooth burned the keys, uh, throw them away uh, because it's automated. The DHF, it, there, nobody has the keys. They, that, that can only be changed by the uh, 
at the at the base layer coating. Right. So when all that when all that was set up uh, at the hard fork, they opened up an account and they burned the keys. So nobody has the keys. Block trades doesn't have the keys. You know, of course, if you rewrite the code, you can change right. things in the code. But then obviously that has to meet the permissions of the uh, other witnesses. So, uh, you know, that's how that that's handled. And that's why, you know, for example, since that went into effect, we added the savings, the interest on the savings. Well, HBD in savings uh, does not earn the interest because HBD can't be moved to savings. Nobody can move it. Right. <clears throat> it's not programmed and, in there. And, and Smooth is a top 20 witness, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and he's he's got a track record of he, she, I don't even know. You know, Smooth is one of the anonymous people on, on the blockchain. So, um, but they've been around for, for years and uh, top 20 witness um, and people, the, the powers that be like the really big accounts supported his proposal for it. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a trust thing, um, you know, um, but that's, the, that's the thing with, with hive is that it's the social reputation that you have over the years of actually being here and contributing and, and the like. So obviously the powers that be do believe in, in what he's doing. So, you know, they gave him the, well, and, and also proposal. don't forget what's being doled out. is not static. It's turn around and every hour uh, money goes back in from HBD stabilizer into right. the, the Dow. So it's not like, you know, all that money just keeps going into an account and keeps building and building. It's right. every hour there's money coming, going into HBD stabilizer, or money going back the other way. Right. And it's all automated. So I, w I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, I guess you would have their pro I wouldn't be surprised if there, there isn't anything. They probably still has keys, but you know, it's not, I, if there's things to be concerned about on hive, that's not one of them. Hmm. There you go. Thank you for the question. That was a good one. Uh, Big Taco Sensei is up. Are there any passive earning opportunities for people who own Splinterlands cards but don't play that game much? Anything similar to staking or delegating for Splinterlands cards? It only took our second question to get into Splinterlands stuff, so that's, that's pretty <laughs> good. Yes, Sensei. Loads of opportunities. And the big one is renting. You can actually rent your cards and people pay you every single day to rent your cards out. So there's some people that consider themselves quote unquote landlords in, in Splinterlands. They, they basically go out and they rent their cards. They don't even play the game. They literally just rent their cards. Uh, and, and there's entire businesses that have formed from this. There's two websites I know of that actually manage rentals for people. Uh, this is this is huge. I mean, this is one of the more attractive, I think, elements of Splinterlands where you don't really see in other play to earn or game type games. And big shout out to, to Neil on Tuesday for for coming and, and setting the record straight that game is what we should be calling this stuff. And 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 that's really it. Game finance. And, and it's and it's fantastic. So, yeah, man, absolutely. Rent the cards. It is definitely an opportunity uh, out there for people that don't necessarily want to play the game. And I know, I know Task is a big renter, right? No? <laughs> uh, no? I, 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 I'll, you'd have to look at my deck and tell me if I got anything worth renting. I don't think I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get rich with it unless, you know, you got tons and tons and tons of assets. But it's it's passive income and you're, you're getting, you know, good APR on that stuff. So definitely check it out. 
um taco thank you for the question my path to fire who is watching he just let us know in discord that he is watching and we got eliana and as john is here best start eric is here as well up on vim so welcome guys path to fire says what's the difference between hbd and phbd and i will reference this to the uh to the to the the leo guy right here and he can he can explain uh, the difference between PHBD and- is a derivative of HBD. PHBD is on the Polygon blockchain, uh, same as BHBD is on the Binance blockchain. And what it is is when you bridge from Hive to Polygon, you take your HBD and put it into the bridge. Um, wleo.bridge or whatever the hell it, it is and you get in your close your ears john your metamask wallet you get phbd and so there's a one-for-one correlation for every hbd that goes into the bridge a phbd comes out and so every phbd is backed by an hbd but that's what allows you to operate on a different blockchain same as pleo and bleo since Leo is on Hive Engine, BLeo is on Binance, and PLeo is on uh, Polygon. PHive, same thing. Hive is on the Hive blockchain. PHive. So these are just wrapped versions of the the coins on on Hive. Yeah, and so that's kind of the you know you can tell the 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 B is on Binance, and then the P is on Polygon, and then the W is on Ethereum, right? Yes. Yes, yep. because Ethereum started expert. with everything being wrapped. So it right. was wrapped Leo or wrapped whatever. Yeah, yeah. Expert on Ethereum, guys. Just ask me anytime you need anything. Me and Vitalik are like this. Um, NFT BBG has a pretty cool question here, and this is this is a this is going to be a mouthful, but we'll get into that. And Cpol too follows it up with some pretty good good questions here so <clears throat> just stumbled recently with the freedom account and i got curious and dug into his blockchain transactions i stumbled with some controversial content happened in the past there are these statements that puzzle me the real money isn't in blogging content generation or voting the real money is found in bootstrapping a digital currency a currency owned and operated in a decentralized way by ordinary people the key to bootstrapping a currency is having a community which is able and willing to use it a blogging platform that makes it possible for everyone to earn their way is just a Trojan horse. Sorry for bringing this up. What does he mean by bootstrapping? Is he correct? How does that last sentence describing the earning scheme as a Trojan horse? And what do you think uh, he he means by that? What do, you, what do you guys think he means by that? So that's a good one. I have not looked into freedom's content and comments he's made so there you go i didn't know freedom ever made content but anyway uh what that simply means is being the trojan horse is a way to get the token or get the coins in this instance in the hands of people so they can possibly use it so it's a way of you know sneaking tokens into people's hands whereas with bitcoin with ethereum for the most part you have to go buy these things. So the the blogging and the curation, we, we get distribution of the token. The right. bootstrapping is basically what, I mean, I understand that to mean, I, I can't say definitively what, 
what freedom was talking about. But what I understand that to mean is what we talk about all the time about community and tokenizing a community. And so now you have a community that gets together, starts building an economy, starts building different projects, starts engaging in commercial activities and uses the token uh, for those or the coin for those purposes. And hopefully we are going to be moving into the phase where we get to the point where HBD, because I think the stable coin is more the commercial dash financial transaction coin than Hive. And hopefully we get to the point where commerce and different things, and we've heard Ragnarok's going to use HBD. We know uh, uh, Logical Dude added HBD to Hive, Hive list. So hopefully we start to get more uh, uh, applications and more commercial activities surrounded the coins. And of course, that comes from the community that's already been established through the blogging and the comments and the engagement and all that other stuff. That's how I take it. And it's like you said, it's it's the, the, the distribution of the token. Um, that's, you know, and, and just one of the use cases to distribute this was the blogging um, side of Steam back then. Well, so. yeah, and, and also it gives you a reason to come together. I mean, what the hell's the reason to come together for Bitcoin? You know, yeah. it, it's... It's the future. We come, <laughs> we come together uh, on Hive because we're, we're built around the social aspect. And then that's what I, I take it to mean, the bootstrap it, because now you, you, you tie the token to this community and the community starts to develop all these different aspects of things. Hope that helps. Good question, though, NFT. Uh, C-Pole is up. Here's another one. Recently, I was renting some of my Splinterlands cards with an automated service we just mentioned, Splex.gg. And until now, it has been amazing. Those are some duplicated cards that exceeds my current league uh, collection power requirements, and I'm taking advantage of it. Now that DEC is gone from rewards, however, I noticed that I need somehow to escalate gradually my card acquisition to get more DEC. But mo most of the time for me, it's not possible to get a good chunk of cards and discount to escalate my earnings properly. Maybe you don't have the experience renting cards or maybe yes, but surely you have lots of experience dealing with the frustration of acquiring more crypto assets to grow your wealth. How do you deal with it, especially in a bear market like this one? I mean, not only financially or physiologically. Physiologically, there you go. I can't even pronounce things. Uh, but also getting... Uh, around these hurdles and transforming them in advantages for you and long-term strategies. Thank you very much for reading. Uh, so what I do, I mean, obviously, personally, when I, this, this is, this is kind of my thing. Uh, I'll watch guys like Bulldog and Infidel, and they usually focus on cards that people are going to like. And I usually try to buy the ones that they, I see them play with. Uh, and, and that's big for me. Now, how do I get these things? Renting. I, I rent more cards. I take the DC that I get from rentals and I usually buy cards with it. I did that this week, actually. I, I literally took a bunch of the DC from my rental income and went and bought cards for it. Uh, and, and it kind of it kind of snowballs like that. It, if you don't have the capital right away to dive into these cards, rental is great. And now it might take some time to get the DC you need, but that's how I was snowballing it. I literally took the DEC rental income and I didn't just cash out. I literally reinvested it back in the game. That's what I'm doing. It's definitely not overnight stuff. It's not super quick and I'm not getting enough DEC to go buy a Yoden or anything like that, but I'm still 
snowballing it back into the game through the DEC that I'm getting. So that's how I'm doing it. But I don't, I don't really have like a, I, I'm not going big into it. It's it's small little chunks that are that are gradually growing. So that's how I do it. And I know Tass does the same thing because he's Splinterlands player extraordinaire. No. Hey, I'll have you know, I after Neil was here, I bought SPS and staked it on Splinterlands. So I added probably 35, 40% to my holdings. Nice. Which weren't huge, but, you know, it's still another 300 or so, 400 uh, hive I spent on or actually nice. swap hive on SPS. So there you I, go. I, I'm taking what Neil said to heart and saying, okay, well, Get more SPS because it will probably go up. I'm betting on it. I still know nothing about. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Yakingo says, uh, I have a couple of questions about Hive. Do you think it will be included in some big exchanges? Why don't you put advertising on CTV Talk to distribute and distribute it to token holders? Uh, first thing, uh, I mean, we're on Binance. We're on Bittrex. We're on Huobi. The only big exchange there's two that i can think of that we're not on is like crypto.com and coinbase but i, I don't <laughs> the question so, is will they be around in six right months? yeah will coinbase even be around so hive is on some big exchanges um hive hive is on some it's on binance and you're on binance that's pretty good and huobi is pretty big too and bitrex is huge in this state you know you don't know if you can use it though half the time um but it's on some big exchanges now the second part of that uh, put advertising on CTV Talk. We'd love to, and we're going to. And I've literally got ten days before uh, uh, my partner is uh, full time doing this stuff. So I'm sure there will be lots of improvements to CTV Talk. And I know there's a whole bunch of listeners' questions that we'll get to here in a second too. Uh, that w that we've got planned. So uh, it takes time. There's one guy; he works full time job. So we will be doing a lot more uh, in the coming weeks and months here because uh, uh, Blaine will be here full-time so exciting there you go vagabond wants to know are hsbi tokens dated do they expire no they don't they're actually fantastic wonderful and i didn't even know but i didn't even think about them for a while because of all the drama with it uh but apparently um the powers that be that were very anti-sbi have left for greener pastures over in blurt uh, and, uh, everyone's okay. Apparently with SBI, uh, they're still out there. And I gave a whole bunch of them out today for you guys, uh, that took part in, in the, uh, the, the, the podcast and the question and answers. So are they dated? No, they still work and they're still, uh, still trucking along and people are just stacking them. So there you go. Thank you for the question. Hope that helps. First listener, it's Question, have listener daily payouts stabilized or will they be changed more? Uh, well, they've gone down a lot because our inflation, we've reduced it and uh, it's gone down dramatically from that massive inflation we had. Uh, so have they stabilized? Yeah, they, they've stabilized. We still obviously got a tweak and we still got to bring it down and the dogs are going crazy. Hey, hey, psychos. Why are the dogs freaking out? Um, but uh, yeah, um, it's gone down. I, I wouldn't say they're at the levels we want yet. We obviously want to bring it down more because we want it to be uh, a token that people highly value and they and they they feel good when they get them. They're not just trying to dump them. Uh, so uh, they there there will be more changes guaranteed. I had to scream at the dog. 
Anyways. Ben Thomas wants to know, will there be a pay-forward option uh, added to listeners that affiliates could purchase in the future to help encourage team growth? Uh, even if it's like a seven-day trial or something, that's a really good idea. Um, that could be an option, something to uh, – I'll definitely write it down and think about a way to gift an upgrade using your listeners. That would be a great use case uh, and a great way to uh, burn listeners or, or, or use listeners. So uh, that's a really good idea, Ben. I'm actually going to write that down, dude. So what do you think of that, Task? You think that's a good idea? Yeah. And anything to build community is always a good idea. Develop use cases. Utility is a big word we like around here on Cryptomaniacs for cryptocurrency. Fiber Frau, any insights on the days of the week that are best for engagement? Some groups have a particular day, Needlework Monday, Catterday on Saturday. But if a person has a day job or other obligations and could devote just a couple of days to Hive, are there any days that they should be sure to hit? Um, I don't think... It matters much. Uh, you know, I think there's more activity. If I had to guess, seems during the week, some people take weekends off. But, you know, fit into your schedule and and then just engage. Uh, leave comments, get on threads, get on whatever, or go to CTP talk. I mean, it, it's every day we need more activity engagement. So I don't think it really matters that much. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I... I haven't really noticed the day that I, I mean, Sundays can, seem to be pretty slow for um, content per se. I, you know, um, I don't really find a day that's better. Um, so for me, it's just whatever fits into your schedule. Um, Any day that ends yeah. in why? Yeah, there you go. Apparently all of them do. I'm not sure. There's yeah. your answer. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for the question. Curious fool. How do you write quality content faster? Type faster. <laughs> That's a um, quality content faster. I mean, I guess the thing for me is I want to have uh, I want to have a, a, a treasure trove of, of of ideas and stuff that I can I can bang out. So what I do throughout the week is if I have an idea for a post, I write it down. So I have a, a, an arsenal I can go to, a stash, let's say. Mm. That's what makes me write really quickly. Last night, I did that post. It was, you know, 500-word post. It wasn't massive or anything. But I got the idea from writing something down a few days ago. Uh, and and it was great. And I just banged it out because I had it there. I had the idea and I didn't plan the post out per se. I just had the idea and wrote it out. So for me, this is the best way to get content as much as possible is get inspired, absorb content, engage with people, and then write down the ideas and things that you think you might be able to, to write about. That's helped me a lot over the years. Yeah, it's a lot easier to write something when you have you, when when it's time to write and you got four, five, six ideas and you just take one and say, okay, this is my next post, makes it a lot easier. Yep, for sure. Good question. DevPress, I often get the lack of ideas or type of content which would fit to the tribe issue. I suppose that could be because of one thing that whether content would be appreciated by that tribe sort of thought. How do you consider coming up with topics to be posted in the CTP Swarm? Do you have any specific suggestions on the type of topics allowed? 
the thing with CTP is, is we started as an affiliate marketing, online business, home entrepreneurship, business type tribe. What we really want, though, is people that are writing what they love to write about. So if you going up to what Fiber Frau does, she does needlework stuff. She loves it. That's a business for her. She not only it's a passion of hers, but she also has a little business, a little side business. That's fine. Perfect. Write about it. Uh, we want people that are writing about what they love. And if you love crypto, if you love investments, if you love learning about online businesses, personal development, success, books, uh, inspirational, whatever, that that's for CTP. Um, we don't really have a police brigade out there going, oh, this is not content we don't like. There's a few tags that we, we've muted on the tribe because um, it just doesn't go with what, you know, what we're trying to do. But generally... As long as it's something you can make some money from and you love doing it, you love talking about it, and you have a passion for it, that's that's what we're looking for. Um, and Leo is is you know pretty similar when it comes to you know the the topics are investments, crypto, business, entrepreneurship, stuff like that. That really fits in Leo. But I I don't think that I don't think there's the Leo police. I don't think Task is running around downvoting the world. Um, it, maybe he is. I don't know. Task, are you are you the Leo police or no? No, I'm not. <clears throat> no, nope. Yeah. I leave that to one alpha. Yeah. Well, he's he's serious. He's he's the the legend, the yeah. legend that is. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. And then you know, going back to the the point I talked about writing down ideas. That's how I come up with the topics. So. Uh, if you if you have some topics that you 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 really are passionate about, write them down. Go read other people's blogs, watch their content, just soak up as much information. You'll be blown away at how inspired you get by um, reading other people's stuff. Speaking of inspiration, do you see who's next with the question? Well, just jump in here. One yeah. great tool for that, to be honest with you. I mean, I know it's like the evil empire, but. Take one of those topics and go search YouTube and go watch, you know, some eight, 10 minute clips on YouTube and bring that back to Hive, not the, the YouTube clip, but bring right. that information and either make a video or write a uh, blog post about it. Yep. Um, going back to that question about what days are the best to to be active on, uh, best start, John said in Vim, Tuesdays and Fridays, of course, the Cryptomaniacs days. <laughs> He gets he gets bonus points for that. Yeah, that that the the ass kiss and NFT will will, yes. will be sent out. We're sending it out. Yeah, Jimmy is up. Happy Friday! I am a maniac for my unwavering allegiance to listeners, opposed to the folks who are deciding to move on from it, and or if not moving on from it, have strong negative opinions on its potential, which is their right, not bashing their opinions, and more uh, and more likely dropping it soon as well so we actually had someone kick up a fuss today make a post called it the listeners experiment has been a member of listeners uh even took the idea from listeners and basically copied it put it on his own program but then kicked up a fuss said that the use case is garbage the the tokens have no value i'm leaving hive and listeners literally the post and i'll never understand that like if i have a problem with a token i don't go and freak out i don't make a try to slam i guess people can do whatever they want it's a blockchain but 
yeah, there's this is the thing what I wrote about yesterday in my post. There's going to be people that are going to throw dirt at you no matter what you do. It's critics. That's what happens when you build a business or you do content creation. You are in the public eye. You are going to get talked about. You're going to get fingers pointed at you. You're going to say what you're doing is no good. Is are, is everything we're doing perfect, God? No. I mean, we're always trying to improve. Did we mess up with the... Yes, we did. But it was never our desire. It was never our plan to create this money-making opportunity with listeners was the tool. It was always meant to be a tool. And the benefit, the side benefit, was the tokenization of it. And that was the purpose of it. Was it perfect? No. Does it still do what it's supposed to do? Sending out great mail, great CT, CTR? Yes, absolutely. Are we improving it every day? Yes. But for whatever, this is what happens when people don't, you know, even, even people that are doing all the best things in the world, Elon Musk is sending people to space and doing, he's got critics everywhere. Anytime you're in the public, anytime you create something or you build something, you're going to have people that are all excited at the start and then they don't get that million dollars overnight type thing and they, 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 they leave or they, and they're, they're pissed off at the world and they, they call you every name in the book and whatever. That's just part of <clears throat> That's the job description. It's also why most people have no wealth. It's why most people have no money. And I hear it all the time. I wish I could have gotten into Amazon, Tesla, Apple, whatever it is right. at X such a point. Well, that's in hindsight. If you were in Amazon when it went from $100 a share during the dot-com bubble down to seven, would you still have held it to 3000 you know, how many times, John, did we hear uh, before the fourth? Oh, well, you guys, everybody was lucky because they got in a high. It got in the hive at seven cents. It's now a dollar twenty. Yeah. Well, OK. How come when the, the, the price dropped to 10 cents, how come those people weren't buying it up with, right. with, with wheelbarrows? Yeah, that's the difference. You either get in the ship for long term and you understand the building process and you understand certain things aren't going to work out. Experiment is a fine term. Yeah, a lot of this ship's experiments because we don't know what's going to work, what doesn't. But as we talked about last week, uh, when you look at a team, I mean, Cal fucks up a lot. Cal delays a lot. Cal, Cal is about as as good with his timelines as Elon Musk. And Elon Musk sucks on his timelines. But you know what? I know Elon Musk isn't going to abandon Tesla, so I got Tesla stock. I believe Cal's going to still be there plugging along two years from now. And the CTP crowd, i.e. John and Blaine, they're going to still be plugging along six months, a year, two years, three years from now. So, you know, give it up. Is is listeners going to work? Yes. How is it going to work? None of us know. But the reason why I say it'll work is because you guys are not going to stop until you make it work. And do you have to make adjustments? Yes. Are there different paths you have to take with it? Yes. Have we discussed some things, John? Yes. Are there ideas floating around that I know about? Yes. Are there ideas out there floating around that I don't know about? Most certainly. You guys are working it and eventually you'll get it right because that's what perseverance does. And the ultimate solution may not really resemble what it is today. It may be completely different because you have to go through a, a few if different iterations. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So why, you know, why should I abandon it? You know, the token's worthless. Okay, well, but why sell? 
you know, mm. then that's probably a good time to believe in the project team and say, okay, ultimately this thing will get fixed. Ultimately, Cal's wins turn into holy shit. He finally brought it out. Yeah. You know, it's that that's how it goes. And you know, Tesla now is the and for the last couple of years has been the, the darling of Wall Street. Well, don't forget, it's like almost a 20-year-old company. Right. So, you know. I did a lot of sports references in my post yesterday. I'm going to do one today because I was I was driving around and you know and I listened to podcasts a lot and a lot of Buffalo Bills content. Um, and there was there was a comment because the, the Bills signed a, a player in the off season and it was a guaranteed contract and it was like it's like a 2.6 million contract. This player had a horrible. I'm getting. Don't worry, guys. There's there's a business lesson here. I trust me on this. I. I so this guy signed a guaranteed contract for $2.6 million or something like that. He had a horrible preseason, a horrible training camp. Instead of the Bills just saying, well, if we cut him, you know, we're going to lose the money. We should just keep him. And no, they literally cut him. They cut him and they bid it. They took the $2.6 million loss because there was a bigger future ahead. And, and and when I'm listening to that, I'm sitting there thinking, holy geez, that's that's literally what we're talking about all the time here. There's there's times that are going to suck and, and it's going to really hurt and it's not going to be like we thought it was going to be. You know what? Cut your losses and just say, you know what? Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Sometimes you're going to fail. Sometimes do you think that you think the Buffalo Bills are sitting around going, oh, man, we're, we lost two point six million dollars. Oh, poor us. No, they're moving forward. They're moving forward. And that's what you got to do. You just got to keep moving forward. Things happen. It's part of being building businesses and doing content creation. Things happen. It doesn't always go to plan. Your job is to keep showing up every day, regardless. So thank you for listening to my TED talk and my rant <laughs> and my sports updates. Yeah. And your ESPN uh, sports uh, cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good job. We'll, we'll, we'll We'll do two for one here because we got Buzz Goblin and and Toku Taro twenty two, uh, basically asking the same question. Uh, you know, is there more use cases in the future for listeners? And uh, yes, obviously, we, just that great idea from Ben um, just came up through the comments, and I'm writing it down. Remember, I'm reading comments and writing things down to get ideas, uh, things like that. Uh, there will be more use case buying using it with it. Um, you know, the projects that we have upcoming are going to be using these tokens. We have tons of stuff coming. Again, the problem is we got one guy who's been working part-time on this, working a full-time job, who's basically learning this as he's going. And obviously he's a light years ahead of where he was a couple of years ago, but it's still, this is still new territory for us. We're, we, we throw things against the wall, man. We literally do. And sometimes things stick and sometimes they fail like my sports reference just from a minute ago. Um, so yeah, there's going to be tons of use case. We're not listeners is not set closing up shop tomorrow. Um, you know, John and Blaine and Elian are not disappearing tomorrow. God willing. Uh, we, we will be here. We will keep showing up and keep building things. It's just when you have a smaller team, you can't get things banged out as quickly as people want it to be banged out. So great ideas, advertising on CTB Talk, burning tokens, use cases for listeners, fantastic stuff. We have all of this stuff planned, all of it. It's just, it's 
slow. We gotta we gotta take our time here because it's a little yeah. One person developing this stuff takes some time. So not trying to make excuses, but yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, I'm just seeing if you wanted to add some pennies to the company. Uh, well, we talked about Tuesday with Neil. I mean, look at Ethereum. Development is tough shit. I mean, it, it's not easy. And ask any of these people, experienced, inexperienced, you know, even if with the best of them, you go live, that's when, when it's time to be the exterminator because the bugs come out. So, you know, anybody who thinks this shit's easy and, and wants to attack these project teams, whether it's Cal, whether it's the, the base layer core developers on Hive, whether it's the Ethereum developers, whether it's Blaine, I mean, go try to develop some shit yourself and, and see how well that works. It, it's not easy stuff. Mm. Yep. Yep. It's the, it's, I think it's, especially in crypto, because everything is so attached to price. Yeah. People, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the big hang up here. Yeah. The, everything's marked to market it instantly and, and 24 seven. It's like the, yeah. the, the big thing is the original uh, developers of the internet. They didn't have everybody sitting there saying, well, when is that HTTP co token going to go through the roof? When's right. my TCPIP <laughs> token going TCIP, through the roof? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the comment. Again, one of the comments from the guy who took a shot at us today. Um, he's like the price of CTP token has been a penny for a year, even with all the prices in the markets. It's like, okay. So you're telling me that we got a great stable coin? Like, I mean, who cares? I mean, why is everyone so damn like the price stuff is mind blowing to me? How about the use case? Like, can I actually use CTP? Yeah, you can. I actually had a comment the other day. People were so, and, and I guess that's, you know, I call myself a marketer. Maybe I need to do a better job marketing, but everyone was just like, oh, so the use case for CTP is the tipping token. It's like, no, we literally put that feature on CTP a couple of months ago. We've had the CTP token since day one on Steam Engine. I mean, it's been around. It's been a blogging platform. We, we, uh, you, you, there's tons of stuff we do with it. You can use it everywhere and all of our stuff. And it's, it's like, it's it takes time man okay it's like why are we so attached to price like stop looking at the price of stuff look is there a community can i use it that's what i care about man i'm fired up today <sighs> okay i'm back to neutral david armstrong is up Better late than never. Been busy here getting my Hive Engine witness back up. The database aired last night's so playing catch up. My question is about cryptocurrency inflation. I noticed that the price of a lot of second layer tokens is dropping faster and faster over the past few months. Is this driven by the overall crypto winter or due to the individual tokens inflations inflation rate? I got my opinion on this, but Task, I've talked a lot over the past five minutes, man. I'll let you handle the inflation stuff and layer two and stuff, and then I'll see if we're on the it's, same page. It's just, we, again, we talked about this in the past. I mean, how, you know, in bull markets, everything gets lifted. In bear markets, everything gets crushed. And, you know, I mean, even the stuff I'm optimistic about, uh, Cub, Polycub, Leo, been hammered, beaten to death. And, um, you know, there's projects that those are projects I know people are working on. I, I, I know the vision, the roadmap. It's been laid out. It's not a yeah. secret. 
versus a lot of other things. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it on Hive Engine in particular, but a lot of other things on Hive Engine, you see a lot of tokens. It's like, what's going on with that? Who the hell knows? And, you know, that's part of what we do here is we try to bring on the cows. Tuesday, we got Raymond Speaks a Bro. We try to bring the people on who are involved with these different projects or involved like Neil uh, with Splinterlands in many different capacities. Neil's involved in a few different ways to bring their knowledge in and, and maybe some insight into what's going on. But there's a lot of crap out there on Hive Engine. What's going on is, is who the hell knows. And right. so that's why it's important to have those things where, you know, Splinterlands does its town hall. Uh, Cal does his AMA. The only problem with the AMA is it coincides with Cryptomaniacs and they fucked up there. They should move to another day. But anyway, that's a, that's a fight outside the, the, this broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are the things that you, I think you want to look for. The inflation is the inflation. I mean, unless it's a token that has an accelerated inflation suddenly over the last couple of months. I mean, the inflation of CTP has been the inflation of CTP since the beginning. I mean, it was programmed in. That's the inflation. Same with Hive, same with Leo, same with any of this stuff. So that mm. really doesn't have an impact. It's just market sentiment and, you know, clearing out. I think a lot of people are asking, what the hell is this token and why am I holding it and why don't I just dump it and get into something that at least I might see a future in you know mm -hmm. whether that's hive whether it's sps where it's leo or ctp whatever it is and you know mm -hmm. that's just markets yeah. everything gets crap and and the big thing too is that the, there's there's not a ton of volume on yeah hive engine like even the biggest tokens on hive engine dec are doing you know 60 70 80 thousand dollars a day which might seem like a lot but in crypto, that's not a lot. Now there's tons more being done on on the Binance stuff, and you know that the, that it's on too. But on Hive Engine specifically, like if you do like a thousand dollars in volume, that's a massive amount of volume in Hive Engine. Yeah. Like it's it's just yeah. there's not enough volume here because it's not. Even though we talk about it and we promote it and we build it, it's still not at that. Because people are still they're attached to price. They're not attached to community and use case, which Leo has, which Bro has, which Index has, which CTB does, which even listeners have. Everyone's so looking at the price of stuff. They're not looking at the community and the use case, which is why I think kind of what we were just talking about, people are so attached to that rather than big picture thinking. They, they're trying to say, well, this this, you know, this token is doing this and that. I need to moon my token as well it needs to go to the moon or else it's a failure it's like no well those that go to the moon end up coming down just as hard big truth vanyard 86 says thanks for the opportunity to ask questions i've been working i've been wondering on liquidity pools some have the rewards that come with them and some don't there is also possible losses to it but why are people still putting into liquidity pools well this is for me, the liquidity pools I'm involved in are Splinterlands related totally. Um, obviously, I, I do the, the kingdoms in Cub and I do the, the staking in Polycub, but I'm not like that's all automatic. I'm not even thinking about um, the, the liquidity pools specifically that I'm dealing with every day are the, the voucher and the SPS ones. Now, the, the, the two tokens I need to put in on voucher and SPS is Hive. 
So for me, there's no losses in it because I can pull out at any time and get either a lot more SPS that I put in or a lot more hive that I put in. I can get a lot more voucher that I put in or I can get a lot of hive that I put in. There's no real losses for me there because I believe in all of the tokens that I need into the liquidity pools. So for me, it's like if you believe in the project, there's no real losses. Um, and permanent loss is kind of this real interesting thing because, you know, there was yield farming that would have the poop coin with Ethereum and the poop coin went to zero. <laughs> now you're sitting with a whole bunch of poop coin and they got all your Ethereum. <laughs> it's like, that's the, that's the risk. But when you're into a liquidity pool where you believe in the project and the token that you need to pair with that project's token, there's no losses to me. Uh, the, for me, it's no brainer actually. But then again, I'm pretty Splinterlands biased. So, yeah. What about yeah, you? I mean, you? Yeah, you summed it up. It's just, you know, uh, you get you get your AP, APR, and then, you know, it, it depends. I mean, if, if you don't like the the thought of it, you know, get in one where one pair is a stable coin, then, then you're safe. But, you yeah. know, you could get the situation where you get in a pair of two uh, assets that both go down in price. Well, that's happens. Uh, or you get one where everybody sells and, you know, you're left with instead of 50 50, next thing you go, you got 95 and five. But like John just said, if you like both, what do you care? It's like, okay, I have less yeah. of this, but I got more of the other. Yeah. I like both. I don't care. That's, that's how I feel. Every time I'm putting into liquidity in, in, in Hive Engine for like Splinterland stuff, it's like, Oh, I didn't get as much hive, but I got more SPS. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get as much SPS. I got more hive. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, which brings us to the price question. Um, <laughs> Edric wants to know uh, what is the current fear about cryptocurrencies that their value has dropped so much? I mean, value is is subjective to me. Um, value, like, what's the value of hive? Has has the use case of hive lessened? That hive is fifty five cents instead of a dollar? No. Um, so value is totally subjective to me. Uh, price of it is all market related. Got nothing to do with community. It's got absolutely nothing to do with use case. Like, look, look, go look at the top 20 tokens. I couldn't even tell you what's top 20, but I guarantee most of them have zero use case. They have a really good white paper and they got a lot of cool potential, but there's no community other than people that want to see the price go up skyrocketing. There's no use case it's it's value is totally subjective in crypto and i don't know how when it's going to change i i don't know like look at bitcoin like I, i'm sorry maxis bitcoin the value of bitcoin is whatever it is but the use case without lightning what can you do with bitcoin look at it maybe hold it study it i don't know so. Make YouTube videos about it. Make YouTube videos about it. You know, hold it up. Say, I, I have a Bitcoin. Put it on a piece of paper. Put your key up. See what happens. You know? <laughs> your private key up. See what happens. So I don't know. Uh, what's the current fear about it? It's like people are just, they're so attached to price. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of reasons why crypto markets in a, in a, crypt, in a winter, a, a bear market these days. Crypto winter, they call it. 
it's got nothing to do with crypto. <laughs> it's not it's not the the underlying value of of these cryptocurrency projects that have use case and community. It's the state of the world, you know. And this is the, what Task always talks about with the risk on risk off stuff, uh, and and what's going on in the economy. It's nothing to do with crypto per se. It's just people are scared, and when people are scared, where do they put their money? U.S. dollar. That's where they go. Safety. Yep. So there you go. And finally, we got Charletta, who was our winner last night. We did this Thrive on Hive challenge over the past two weeks, uh, and we had quite a few people take part in it, and, and Charletta was our winner. We did a live drawing last last night, and she won a Gold Foil Legendary card task. You know, most people just delegate Gold Foil Legendaries to people. We give them to people. We give people cards. We don't delegate. We give them stuff. Anyways, she wants to know more about delegating and some of the best opportunities to delegate to. I know John says to delegate to what you believe in, and for me, that's a long list. So what would you guys delegate to, and how do you go about delegating? Well, first thing I would say is if you have a long list of things you believe in, shorten that list. Because I guarantee if you have a long list of shit that you believe in now, most of it's shit. Now, I understand we can't always pick the winners. And no matter how long your list is, if it's five, six, there's going to be a couple losers in that. Just, that's just the way it is. We, we don't know what's going to work out. But when people when people say they have a long list and, oh, I'm, I'm involved in these. It's going back to the ICO days, John. And I remember people sitting there on I. Well, I'm involved with 50 tokens. How the yeah. hell can you be involved <laughs> in 50 tokens and know what the hell's going on? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it, it's being involved in accumulating tokens. Yes, you want to believe in or accumulate in stuff and you believe in and spend time on stuff you believe in. Uh, but I'd, I'd knock that down to four or five or six. Now, in terms of delegating, then you want to look at more than what you believe in. You want to look at ROI. I mean, it's mm -hmm. what where are you going to get the return? And John talks about it all the time. I mean, one of the best things out there for Hive, at least, uh, maybe not the best, but one of the strong things is de delegating a Leo voter. Now, you are paid in Leo, so there is the need to not necessarily believe in Leo, but to have the confidence in Leo that the token, that something's going to be done with the token. Even if you don't, even if you're not into it, at least you realize that this is another project. Like John was saying, it's not going anywhere. It's not going away. Cal's not going away. You could all, also go to uh, some of the others like Tipu or OC, o, OCD, um, you know, which provide a, a decent return. Uh, if you're talking about your hive, some of the other tokens to delegate, I, I don't know, but you know, you just, to me, it's, you look at what is the easiest return and what are the best return and what's easiest to do and delegating a Leo voter is very simple. And as John said a number of times, every day he, if he looks at his account every day, but every day in his wallet, he's getting X number of Leo for that delegation and it works out well for him. Mm. Yeah, I don't need to think about it. It's it's completely passive income, and yeah. um, you know the, the there there's a few. Obviously, we do we do listeners. We got the, the the listeners delegation where you 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 know you can delegate to the listeners account. Uh, but without things that we own, the two big ones that I 
use myself every day and delegate to is Leo Voter, number one. And number two is bro. And we're going to have Raymond on on Tuesday. And why bro? Because I get paid in bro. And I believe in bro. And I believe in Raymond, more importantly. And he gives a really good APR for for, for delegating. So um, it's passive income going into an income generating token. So it's like a, this no-brainer of no-brainers, right, for me with bro. Same with Leo Voter. I believe in Leo long-term. Um, so, it, you know, I don't have this big long list. It's not the ICO days. It's, it's I believe in, in you know, a couple of projects that are really adding value, in my opinion, to Hive, and I delegate to them. Am I missing some? Probably. Most definitely I am. <laughs> but it's... You're it's, missing a lot more crap than you are missing good stuff. I can guarantee you that based on statistics. And again, that's not a slap against any of the the other things that are out there because even even those projects that have the best of intentions doesn't mean they have the capability of pulling it off yep. just the way it is not everything's going to be successful it's tough it's it's not easy and you know mm -hmm. you look at you look at the projects we talked about on the show these are projects that a lot of people are putting a lot of effort in what about those projects that don't have, I mean, when, when you start to talk about what Cal's assembled, what you, when you talk about what you do with, with CTP and then the Jimmy's of the world and blame when he can start and Eliana, and you start to look at the people and the time invested to do that in the speak network and what those guys are doing. And then you compare it to some of the others and it's like, how does, uh, do, do those others have a chance? Because even with all this effort, it's, it's a major uphill battle. And you got people writing posts, oh, screw this, I'm out of here. I mean, it's just not easy at all. Hey, Eliana put a really good comment in Vim, too, and, and something something that should be highlighted. With delegation, that's very important to remember is that you're not giving them your, your tokens and, like, no. that's it. It's delegation. You can take that away at any time. So if you can give it a chance, uh, you can, you know, give them delegation and you give it a little bit of time, and if you don't see – what you thought there would be, just take back your delegation. And that's the beautiful thing about Hive Power is that you can delegate to all these projects and you can take it back whenever you want and you can give it to other people and you can take it back whenever you want. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you know, so something to think about too is that you have, so the more Hive Power you got, the more options you can, you can have for delegation. So there you go. Dude, I, I didn't think we would get through all those, but we, uh, we banged through them. That was pretty good. About 20 questions or something like that, give or take. Um, appreciate you, you, you guys. combined a few together. So I combined a few, yeah. Out. A lot of the listeners ones, you know, like, oh, geez. We will get, guys, I promise you, listeners is going to rock. And I know everyone says that. Oh, it's going to be great. Just trust us. Um, but we're not going anywhere. So you're going to have to put up with us. So. Hey, I just want to tell the community, I wrote up a a plan that I submitted to John that will really add value to both listeners and CTP. Yes. They may have taken it and deleted it, thrown it out and said, screw, screw task. He's a dumbass. He's got a bald head and, and shitty sunglasses. So the hell with him. But there's a 1% chance. Maybe something from there does get in. Value. You know, it was value. You, you keep feeding ideas and, you know, even if I have going, it printed out, dude. I have the I have the file you sent here. Yeah, I know, um, but you, you you put that under the dog, and you know the dog with its little making a mess problem, and you know so. But that's okay. I I that's where most of my idea ideas end up there. But once in a while, I have a good one. Killing me, man. Uh, guys, 
thank you very much for coming and hanging out with us, even if it was a little bit later than normal. A lot of people actually said this time works better for them. So there you go. That worked better for us, but <laughs> thank you guys for coming and hanging out. And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday with uh, our good friend Raymond. He will be here to talk bro and Sine and all the awesome things he's doing. So you guys have a good weekend and ignore the critics, man. Just keep on keeping on. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.